Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 24th of March. India registered 1938 COVID-19 cases and 67 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 16000. As of today the COVID-19 recovery rate in the country is 98.75% with active cases accounting for 0.05% of the total infections registered as per the health ministry data. So far India has administered over 182 crore COVID-19 vaccinations of which over 31 lakh 81000 doses were given yesterday. Till date 82.3 crore people have been fully vaccinated against the virus in the country. Rajesh Bhushan, the Union Health Secretary, had yesterday asked states to constantly review emerging data of new cases before imposing restrictions or announcing relaxation in states. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 430 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million. In the United States, Rochelle Walensky, the director of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, stated that the BA2 variant has become the dominant COVID variant in the country. She said and I quote, "We have seen a small increase in reported COVID-19 cases in New York state and New York City and some increases in people in hospital with COVID-19 in New England, specifically where the BA2 variant has been reaching levels above 50% prevalence." End quote. A Delhi court today denied bail to Umar Khalid in the 2020 Delhi riot case that involved charges under UAPA, live law reported. Additional sessions judge Amitabh Rawat passed the judgment after hearing arguments presented by senior advocate Tridip Payas representing Umar Khalid and special public prosecutor Amit Prasad who appeared for the prosecution. Payas stated that the charge sheet filed by the Delhi police was fabricated and based on video clips aired by Republic TV and News 18 which showed trimmed versions of Khalid's speech in Amravati. He further argued that the protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act were secular, whereas the charge sheets filed by the Delhi police were communal. Pais also stated that contrary to the prosecution's claims that a chakka jam is equivalent to an act of terror, it is an activity that has been used by students and other parties while participating in protests. It was also stated that the statements recorded by the investigating agencies were highly inconsistent with each other and a fabrication with no physical evidence. Bias said and I quote even a 12 year old would know this is fabrication the prosecution should be ashamed not even a shred of physical evidence one doesn't need a cross examination to tell you that this one is a liar end quote on the other hand the prosecution while referring to section 15 of the UAPA argued that the riots were planned and involved destruction of properties as well as disruption of essential services Prasad who is representing the prosecution mentioned that the riots claimed the lives of 53 people while injuring 142 in the first phase and 608 people in the second phase. He even argued that the protests were organized to embarrass the government by highlighting the issue in the international media. In the backdrop of the 2020 Delhi riots and FIR under sections 13, 16, 17 and 18 of the UAPA along with several charges under the IPC were filed against Khalid. A supplementary charge sheet was also filed against Khalid and JNU student Charji Lamam in a case of alleged conspiracy in the aftermath of the violence that occurred in Northeast Delhi in February 2020. 
Listeners, News Laundry brought its readers in-depth reports from the ground during the riots. After it ended, an NL Sena project was launched to explore how fair and robust the police had been in their investigation. The project was called Investigating the Delhi Riots and it was completely funded by readers like you. All the reports are available on our website, newslaundry.com. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as these without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right-hand corner of the screen. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Today, West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee visited the village in Birbhum district where eight people were killed after a fire broke out in the area on Tuesday, NDTV reported. The Chief Minister was earlier accused by the BJP for the collapse of law and order in the state. Banerjee said, and I quote, I never believed something so barbaric could happen in modern Bengal. Mothers and children were killed. I want people responsible to be arrested and policemen to be punished for lapses. Witnesses must be given protection by police from possible attacks. Those whose homes have been burnt must be given 1 lakh rupees to repair the houses. End quote. Later, Banerjee revised the amount to 2 lakh rupees and further promised jobs to the affected families while distributing cheques. Furthermore, Mamta Banerjee said that the state government has set up a special investigation team that has led to the arrest of 20 people in connection to the incident. As per PTI, the sons of TMC leader Badu Sheikh are among the suspects in the case. On Tuesday, in an alleged retaliation following the death of Badu Sheikh, a mob burnt houses at Bokhtwi near Rampur Hut that claimed the lives of eight people, including three women and two children. The Calcutta High Court had also intervened yesterday, ordering the state government to protect witnesses and set up CCTV cameras at the site. The court had further asked the state government to file a report. Following the incident, two FIRs were filed by the state police, one on the murder of the TMC leader and the second one on the killing of the eight villagers. Several Congress MPs from Kerala have alleged that the police manhandled them when they tried to march into Parliament as part of their protest against the state's silver-lined semi-speed rail corridor project in Delhi today, Indian Express reported. After addressing a press conference at Vijay Chowk, Kerala's Congress MPs marched to Parliament where they engaged in a scuffle with the police. In a video released by ANI, Palakkad MP VK Shikantan could be heard asking the police personnel why they were being stopped from going to Parliament. Suman Nalwa, the Delhi Police's public relations officer, denied claims of manhandling of MPs. She said, and I quote, a few people came to the North Fountain barricades from the media lawn shouting in Malayalam. They were stopped by the staff at the barricades. They claimed to be MPs and continued shouting. They were asked to show their ID cards, which they denied. Meanwhile, staff from the security picket at gate number one of parliament were called to identify the MPs. The staff came and identified them, and they were then allowed to go forward. End quote. The issue was also raised in Lok Sabha as MPs approached Speaker Om Birla to take action against the police. The Speaker asked the MPs for details on the incident. As it happens, Kerala Chief Minister Pinaray Vijayan met Prime Minister Narendra Modi to discuss the project today. The Congress has been protesting against the project for a long time. 
in the UN Security Council, India along with 12 other countries abstained from voting on Russia's resolution regarding the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine, NDTV reported. The resolution by Russia had called for safe and unhindered passage for Ukrainian citizens to destinations outside of Ukraine, including to foreign nationals without discrimination, and thereby to facilitate safe and unhindered access of humanitarian assistance. The draft was co-sponsored by Syria, North Korea and Belarus. Russia and China were the only nations to vote in favour of the resolution, with other members abstaining from the voting process. On the Security Council meeting, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the US ambassador to the UN, tweeted, and I quote, In a unified protest vote, 13 members of the Security Council abstained from Russia's farcical resolution, deflecting blame for the humanitarian crisis it has created in Ukraine, end quote. Meanwhile, Interfax reported that amid the country's invasion in Ukraine, Russia's communications regulator has blocked the services of Google, while accusing it of circulating fake information regarding the country's military operations in Ukraine. As per the UN data, nearly 3.5 million refugees have fled Ukraine since Russia's military invasion in the country. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 